This podcast is proudly part of the Paranormality Radio Network. Visit ParanormalityRadio.com to find binge-worthy podcasts dedicated to all things paranormal and creepy. From conspiracy to cryptid, you'll find it here. Hello, and welcome to the I Have a Strange Story podcast. I am your host, Rebecca, and this is the show where usually two sisters retell your strange and paranormal experiences. However, uh, it's just me today. Um, Lindsay is currently out there saving lives, and she won't be back for probably another two weeks or so, but then after that, um, hopefully things will be back to normal, and you can hear that sisterly banter that you came here for. Um, so my apologies that you get just me, but, um, but I mean, you get me. So anyways, glad to have you guys back. Um, I just wanted to go over a couple of things before I get into the show. So it is officially August and officially our fundraiser for the National Black Justice Coalition. Um, so with this month and basically, um, All the money that we have made from our Anchor ad up until the end of August, um, we are going to to donate all that money to the National Black Justice Coalition. And the the easiest way that you can help this or you can help us with this is just by listening to the episodes, um, sharing them with your friends, with your family, anybody that you think that you would like the episode. Just listening is is how we're going to get the donations. Um, So with that, we have a couple of our friends um, from other podcasts donate episodes that we're going to run the ad on. And I just wanted to give a shout out and a thank you to all those uh, to those folks. So um, just thank you to Haunts Are Us, to None of This Is Real, to Not Your Parents' Fairy Tales. You'll be hearing from them um, very soon, and I know that you're going to love them as much as I do. They're all great shows, worth a listen, worth a binge. So so listen to their episode, check them out, um, subscribe, rate, and review them, and um, and yeah, you're going to love them. So yeah, you can um, just listen to the episodes. Um, another way that you can help is you can donate to our Anchor page, and it's just a support button. Uh, go to, to our Anchor page, help, uh, press support, um, uh, donate as little or as much as you want. You can also just dir- uh, directly donate to the National Black Justice Coalition um, in your own name, and that would be great too. Um, we're also selling our merchandise, so t-shirts. So I designed a t-shirt a couple of, maybe a year ago, that had uh, that has a skinwalker on it, and those are going for $15. They were $17, but they're going for $15 now. Uh, we have them in unisex size, and we have them in women's cut. Um, it's, in order to the get those, you're going to have to directly contact me or Lindsay, but most likely me because Lindsay's really busy. So you can email me, you can, or you can email I have a strange story podcast at gmail.com. You can get in touch with me through Facebook, through Instagram, um, basically any of the social medias except for probably Twitter because I'm really terrible and I have just, just killed that. Like it's gone. I, In the sense that it's dead because I'm not using it. I'm terrible at Twitter. I don't know what to write. There's nothing funny or um, inspiring. And I don't, I mean, I guess I just don't know how to use it. Sorry. So long story short, maybe not Twitter. Um, But any other type of social media that we're on, 
please do get in contact if you would like one of those t-shirts. $15 each. I also uh, created a Redbubble account, so you can go there, and um, they've got a lot of fun stuff. I've made some new designs, and you can get it on whatever the fuck you want. So if you want a sticker of Wilson, or if you want a t-shirt of our logo, you can find it at Redbubble, and you can get whatever you want all proceeds from the purchases from now until the end of August will go towards the Na- National Black Justice Coalition. So good stuff ahead. Um, thank you for listening to that. Now I'm going to get into the actual show, what you came here for. Um, so today we have a listener experience and um, our listener is Marissa. So thank you so much, Marissa, for sending us your cool story. Um, I can't wait to share it with all of y'all. And we are talking about one of our old favorites, the old shadow people, those creepy little motherfuckers who um, just decide to come out and mess with your life a little bit. And so she has an experience. She has a couple of experiences, also, uh, actually. And she she and I kind of talked about it a little bit, and she feels like maybe these are two separate entities. So she's got one dude that she sees during the day, and he is more of ty- like an inquis- inquisitive type, maybe curious, and just like um, stage four lurker, just kind of checking her out, testing boundaries in this realm, and um, and not really causing a whole lot of problems, just being just being there and probably scaring her out of her wits. Um, the other one sounds like he is your classic dickhead um, shadow person, the one that you see in sleep paralysis that tries to choke a bitch. So that one's the asshole that we don't like. Um, they also t- kind of look a little bit different. So the one that she sees during the day is more of um, a tall being more translucent and shadowy and he has this silver lining whenever she sees it just kind of outlining his body so that's kind of cool um and then this other entity that she sees in her dreams is more of a shorter entity um and just like a black void just like the black is black black like my t-shirt um so yeah, so thank you for sharing those, Marissa. I'm going to talk about her story right now. And this began probably about five-ish years ago. Um, she said that uh, she moved in with her boyfriend at the time, who is now her husband, so congratulations. He bought a house, and he had it gutted and redone, and he moved in. And she didn't move in right away, but not long after he did, she did. So one of the first nights that she moved in, um, she was having a very difficult time falling asleep. And she says that she always has sleeping problems. Um, But as she laid there, she started to hear this weird scratching noise. And she just listened to it for a second and then just froze. And she was like, I don't know what the hell that is. And that's creepy. So... She she lay there, she listened to it, um, and she realized it was coming from behind her, but she didn't want to turn around to see what it was. Same deal, girl. I would not want to do that either. And she was facing her boyfriend, now husband's back, whose name is Tommy, and he was, of course, sound of fucking sleep. And um, what was behind her as she slept was her end table and then the wall was right next to that so they're about three feet from from the bed to the wall basically 
and just enough room for her nightstand of her to get up and get out of bed. But she kept hearing it, and she kind of freaked out, and she decided to wake up Tommy. And he was a really hard sleeper. And so she was just shaking him, trying to get him up. And he finally woke up, and he's like, what do you want? And she's like, dude, just be quiet. Do you hear what do you hear what that noise is? And he goes, Oh my God, what the fuck is that? And so she was like, Can you please get up and go turn on the light? And you know, he was a brave soul and pulled the covers right up to his chin and said, No, you do it. And so she was just like, Oh, fine. So she rolled her bed, she called him a baby, she got up out of bed, and um she jumped down as close as she could to the light switch. Um, as if the floor was hot lava, just kind of gingerly crossed the room, turned on the light, and the sound immediately stopped. So she was just kind of looking around, and she's noticed that her, her brush was on her nightstand. And she said that it kind of sounded like maybe somebody was messing with the bristles of the brush. So they didn't have any pets at the time. They, she couldn't explain it away. It was just some weird... Um, clicking noise or scratching noise that that she could never uh, figure out what was going on. So um, needless to say, she didn't sleep much that, that night. Um, and a couple years later, something else happened again. So a couple years, they were laying in bed. Her husband was asleep, of course. And he sleeps closest to the door um, of the living room, and she was facing him. So she had her eyes closed and she was trying to fall asleep, but for some reason she opened her eyes and she's staring directly at the doorway into the living room. But there was a figure standing there um, and it was standing there and it was staring back at her. So she, she got the feeling that this was a male presence. Um, he was very tall. Uh, he, his head was basically touching the top of the door frame and she sees it's just a darkness shaped person, um, standing in the doorway. She can see the top of the, the head shape and the torso. And she said it was just hanging out watching. She was frozen. Of course, she blinked her eyes a couple of times just to make sure that it wasn't her just trying to adjust to the darkness. It was still there. Um, and then she got really scared because she's like, okay, this is really there. This isn't going away. It's not my imagination. There's something looming in the doorway looking at me. And, she froze. She um, she covered her head with the blankets and she just yelled, okay, that's enough. <laughs> and she just waited for a while. And after a while, she she gathered her courage and she, she reached her hand out to touch the lamp that was next to her bed. Um, and she, she turned on the lamp, she got up, she looked around and of course nobody was there. Um, she... And then from then on, she's just decided to sleep at the door shut to the living room, and she still does that if her husband's not there with her. Sounds sounds uh, sounds fair. I'd probably do the same thing. Um, and so uh, so those are the kind of this is the kind of being that's a little bit less 
malevolent, uh, I guess is, is a way to put it. Like this one just sounds like it's a lurker. It's a watcher. He's just there observing her. Why they come at night and watch people sleep? I don't know. Like what's the reason behind that? Are they doing it because that's the most calm night or calm time of the day and nobody's going to like fuck with them or whatever? Um, but it seems like a lot of these stories start out with, I was in bed, I couldn't sleep or whatever. And I look in anywhere and there's this shadow person so classic story of of a shadow person encounter um so these next stories are uh um are going to be a little bit different um so i guess I jumped ahead because she does have one more that's not as malevolent um and there here's how it goes <laughs> I'm winning over here. Um, Lindsay, where are you? Anyways, so not long after this experience where she had seen um, the shadowy figure in her doorway, she uh, was standing in her kitchen sink doing the dishes. Um, the kitchen window was in front of her so she could see the reflection behind her. And behind her was the doorway to the game room. And so she was just going about doing the dishes and she looks up and she sees in the reflection of the window the shadow man. Um, and this was just, uh, what she started calling him. Um, it, it wasn't anything that, it was a name that she had decided to give it to, uh, give him. So he was standing in the doorway, uh, that goes into the game room and she just saw the top half of him. She got scared. She jumped and threw ever what she had in her hands into the sink. She turned around and it was gone. Um, and at this time she'd started, started practicing some witchcraft. So she grabbed, um, her cleansing stick and she said it was either, uh, uh, Palo Santo or Sage. And she said she smoked him the fuck out. Um, so good for you, girl. Uh, we've talked about clearing the air with, uh, with some type of smoke, um, in the past. Um, and if this is something that resonates with you and you feel like it's going to keep you safe and make you feel better then do it. Um, there's a lot of rituals that you can find if you you are interested in doing witchcraft to kind of clear your home and to protect you. Um, in this case, this is something that made her feel like she was clearing the air and getting rid of something. So um, this works for her. If you have any other uh, way of getting negative energy out, or if you feel compelled to do it differently, then do whatever feels right to you is what I say. Um, so this felt right to her. You can find sage and Palo Santo um, everywhere. I like to use rosemary and lavender just because I like both of those. I like lavender because I think it's pretty and I like rosemary because I love to cook with it. I think it smells uh, really good whenever it's burning too. Um, so now we're going to go into the more malevolent being. So I kind of jumped ahead. Sorry, Marissa, I fucked up your story. Um, so uh, last year, she had sleep paralysis for the first time. She said she started going through a lot of stressful stuff. And a lot was going on internally with her feelings, depression, and, um, you know, just normal adult stuff. She went to sleep, and in her dream, uh, she was standing in front of her bedroom doorway heading out into the living room, and the shadow man was there, uh, but she could see his whole body this time, and he wasn't as tall as the time she would saw him in real life. He just came at her, too. He put his hands around her throat, and she was being choked. She actually could not breathe in her dream, and she was trying everything she, she could do to get his hands off of her, but when she went to grab his hands... Um, she just, she, she couldn't grab him. It just went through him, just like trying to touch a shadow. You just could not tangibly hold it. Um, 
She says that she felt helpless. She felt like her body wasn't strong enough to fight. And like she was just drained of all of her strength. And then miraculously, she realized that she was dreaming. And she just said in her dream, this isn't real. Wake up. Wake up. This isn't real. This isn't real. Wake up. And she said it felt like it took her forever, but she finally woke up. Um, she was sweating. She started to cry. And she said that her throat actually hurt. She said uh, she had never experienced anything like this before, and it really freaked her out. Um, and it was hard for her to sleep for the next couple of days. Um, and about a week after she had this dream, she had another one. So this one um, really messed her up. And I'm just going to, um, I guess, just give a little bit of trigger warning. This was a dream, but I can see how this can uh, be difficult for some people to listen to. Um, so this does deal with... Um, uh, sexual assault. Um, so if you don't want to listen to it, then then that's fine. Just mute it or skip it, uh, you know, 15 or 30 seconds if you don't want to hear it. So here we go. So this dream started out um, in the same place as the first one. She was standing in her doorway in her bedroom facing the living room. And um, Tommy, her husband, was rushing out the door to go to work. He told her goodbye and he opened the front door and the mailman was there. And it was her mailman in real life. So um, he carried in a package for, her, for them. Uh, she watched him bring it in the house and set it on the kitchen table. And then she turned to look um, and she noticed that the, the door was still open and Tommy was getting into the car and he was driving away. Um, the next thing she knew, the mailman is slamming the front door shut. He comes out her puts his forearm up to her neck and pushes her onto the bed so he's laying on top of her. Um, so she's she's trying to scream, but nothing is coming out of her mouth. And his forearm arm is just pressed up against her throat. Um, she, she couldn't fight back and she was drained of all energy. And she was trying to say, no, don't, but nothing came out. And then he sticks his hands down her pants and she says she could feel the coldness of his hands touching her. And she was so terrified. Um, it goes on for a while. You can imagine, um, you know, just the progression of this dream. Um, but then just like the first time she, she realized she's having a dream and she's trying to tell herself to wake up and she finally did. Um, she says too, at this point, it is still hard for her to to even like look at her mailman to these day to this day it really um it really caused a lot of trauma for her um so not long after that um she had gotten some bad news and she was really upset and she was sitting in her door um uh, in her bedroom on the bed and her dog kipper sits up straight and his ears go up and he's looking into the living room um when she notices what he's looking at there's a shadow man and it appears at as, as if it was leaning on his left so he can peek in at me <laughs> jesus what a jerk um she sees him and she just loses it she's done at this point she's had enough with these goddamn shadow people and she yells at him not today and i say i don't have time for your shit and get the fuck out and she says she hasn't seen him since so um she does say she's a little bit 
she feels a little bit bad for for getting mad at him because she believes that this entity was just curious and just wants to know what she's up to. So, um, you know, she also just notes that she never feels like she's any in any danger with the shadow person. Um, whenever he shows up, it just startles her, and um, and it, same thing. Like, why the heck is he coming in and watching her and just like. Uh, barging in on her sleeping and and keeping track of her dreams or whatever it's just weird um like i have a couple of theories about it and i'll go into that next um she did have one more encounter though and this is this is kind of in my um opinion and i think of hers too that this shadow person is kind of testing the boundaries to some degree so she walked up to her counter and all of a sudden she gets goosebumps like static electricity from her left butt cheek and start to slowly go up um, her lower back. She says she stepped to the side super fast and it went away. And then she said out loud, boundaries. She stepped back up to the counter and felt it again, but it was on her shoulder this time. She said, um, you know, it, it, it was strange that somebody was getting fresh is what she said, <laughs> which she's not all about, which I get it, girl. Nobody should touch you like shadow person or not. If you're a shadow person out there listening, like, you know, respect people. Don't just put your hand on their ass just because they can't see you. That's so fucking rude. So anyways, um, that's why I think um, this particular shadow entity is testing boundaries and just kind of maybe not seeing what he can get away with, but maybe just seeing what he can do. I don't know. Um, but that is interesting that it was responsive and it, uh, you know, she told it to, to stop and it did. Um, I think that that's pretty cool. Um, so I'm going to just go in about shadow people a little bit. And this is from Wikipedia. So a shadow person, a shadow figure being or black mass is the perception of a black shadow as a living humanoid figure or integrated as the presence of a spirit or other entity by believers in the paranormal or supernatural. A number of religions, legends, and belief systems describe shadowy spiritual beings or supernatural entities such as shadows of the underworld and various shadowy creatures um, have long been a staple in folklore and ghost stories. Um, so shadow people is a worldwide phenomenon, which, uh, phenomenon, which is, um, which is just amazing to me. Um, ranging from curious watcher to terrifying violent experiences, which as we can see, Marissa has had both ends of this spectrum. Um, but they're usually coming out at night, um, and, but they can be seen just any time of the day, really, but usually lurking in doorways or beside your bed. Um, and anyways, so there's a couple of things, a couple of theories about, um, shadow people. I'm going to get into one that I thought was pretty interesting that I think that we've touched on before in this show. So one theory is that shadow people are jinns. Um, they're spelled D-J-I-N-N. -N. Um, in Rosemary Ellen Guiley's book, The Encyclopedia of Demons and Demonology, she describes jinn as an Arabic folklore um, type, of, um, type of spirit. 
often demon-like, but not equivalent to a demon. Jinn are self-propagating and can be either good or evil. They possess supernatural powers or can be conjured in a magical rites to perform various tasks and services as they appear as grant-wishing um, genies. So that's kind of where the term genie came from was jinn, was these um, Arabic folklore creatures. Um, by the way, uh, you can find lots of paranormal books on um, Audible. So Rosemary Ellen Guiley has, uh, has been studying the paranormal realm for years and has always been a trusted source of information for us. You can listen to her books like The Road to Strange, Travel Tales of the Paranormal and Beyond, and Haunted Hills and Hollows, What Lurks in Green County, Pennsylvania. So I just signed up and I can't wait to take a long hike in the woods um, and listen to the creatures that might be out there searching for me and hunting for me um, in the mountains. And uh, just since COVID has hit, really, I've been very restricted as probably the majority of you guys have been just getting out and being social. So that's one of my favorite things to do now is to go hiking, to go for a walk um, in the park, just pop in my earbuds and listen to these, um, these scary stories and listen to um, paranormal events. And it really just takes me to another place. And um, it's something that I really enjoy. And I think that you would enjoy as well. Um, and if you're not into audiobooks, there's a lot of things that you can find on Audible, they have podcasts, they have, um, they have wellness guidances, um, and they have a list comedy performances. So if if you need to get out and go somewhere creepy, you can always listen to something that's funny, or something that's informative. Um, and if you're interested right now, you can sign up for Audible and get your first 30 days for free. Um, and you can uh, just go to audible.com slash strange story. If you like it, you can keep it for $14.95 a month after that. Um, you can cancel at any time if that's not something that you're into. Uh, once again, that's audible.com slash strange story. And uh, that's for your first month month free. You can check out um, a lot of other titles by, by Rosemary Ellen Guiley if you want as well. Um, and if you're wanting to learn about the paranormal. She is an excellent source of information. Um, so I just wanted to go into kind of what I feel like Lindsay and I uh, have discussed and maybe what we, uh, what we like to believe. And it's not, you can't 100% prove these things. So every theory is, is welcome and it's, and it's, you know, something that we want to hear about. But one of my favorites is that these guys are inter interdimensional beings that can come into our realm and go back into their realm. And like, why are they doing this? I have no fucking clue. Like, um, you know, one thing that I think of is that maybe these guys aren't necessarily evil or good, but they're multifaceted, um, complicated creatures, just like humans are, you know, if, if you could go into a different realm, like what would you do? Would you be the, the studious type? Like, I feel like the shadowy person that Marissa is able to see during the day, like, um, you know, they come in and, and, and see what humans are about just to kind of monitor them to see just out of, curiosity um to see what um what our realm is, realm is like and what we do on a day-to-day -day basis and just push boundaries and see how far they can go and in a way communicate with us you know with with this shadow entity touching marissa 
Marissa not being cool with it, and it responded by saying, okay, not there, have out on the shoulder if you're okay with that. And to me, that is an intelligent um, being, and it's responsive, and it is, um, uh, I don't know, it's, it's, I don't want to say humane, but it's just, um, it's it's understanding and it's res- being respectful of 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 your wishes and and not wanting to be intrusive but just more of a curiosity um and what they do with that knowledge who knows if it's just for their personal gain because they are they're interested or maybe they're going back to the shadow person king and saying this is what humans like and this is what they don't who knows um you know, another theory is that um, some of the more aggressive ones, like the one that attacked Marissa, um, that they feed off of negative energy. You know, the same thing with having these type of um, experiences whenever you are depressed or you, there's some type of negativity looming over you, oftentimes um, uh, addiction, um, turmoil in the household. You know, we've talked about this before, like uh, attracts like in this type of situation. So whenever you're in a mode of depression or trauma, you can attract, um, a being that maybe feeds off of this. This is just like an abusive relationship, not necessarily saying that if you're depressed, you're going to attract an abusive person, but, um, there is something about um, an abuser who can recognize that um, that you are you can be taken advantage of, basically. So, uh, so that's the type of situation that other people feel like shadow people are all about is just this causing fear, so that they can um, they can feed on your on your feelings and they can manifest in these ways. Um, so, anyways, I totally lost track of where I was on my notes. But I think I got the point across. I would love to hear what you guys think of of shadow people. I'd love to hear what you think, you know, where they're from, why they come and see us. Um, and if you have had any experiences from shadow people, please, you know, let us know. You can send your story to I have a strange story podcast at gmail.com. You can get in touch with us on Instagram or in Facebook. Um, just not Twitter, please. For the love of God, not Twitter. It will be ignored. And I'm very sorry if you sent something through me on Twitter. See, I don't even know what you can do with Twitter except for post shit. And that's all I did. And it was really uneventful and I hated it. So don't go to Twitter. Sorry uh, if you love it, but I don't. Um, if you uh, if you want to buy a t-shirt, let us know. Uh, get in touch with me, and you can reach out on my Facebook page, my personal one, um, on our uh, on our I have Strange Story Facebook page, on Instagram. You can email us. Those are fifteen dollars each. All proceeds will go to the National Black Justice Coalition uh, for the month of. August till the end of August and um and that one's one of a kind where once we get once we sell those we're never going to sell them again um and then the other thing subscribe rate and review us share us please this is how we're going to get donations is just by people listening um if you would like to rate and review us please give us a nice rating and review um take a snapshot of it you can do it on any platform um send it to our email address with your mailing address and we will mail you some stickers 
and uh, thank you for listening and thank you for watching and I do just want to say um, thank you so much for listening I we wouldn't be here if it's, if it wasn't for our listeners you know we may not have a ton of listeners but I I appreciate every single one of you this is um, something that I get to do for fun it gets me away from um, the daily grind it lets me communicate to you about some of my favorite topics and um, it's just something that I'm very passionate about so thank you guys so much for for following along for liking us to listening to to sharing your stories to listening to us um, I, I just can't tell you how much I appreciate you and um, until next time goodbye <laughs>